0: Just started welcome to the million dollar career with my co-host Craig Picken, uh Chief Executive of North Star Group, uh, nationwide leaders in aerospace and aviation. Uh good morning, Craig. How are you today? Hey,
1: Rob, good morning. Happy uh happy Monday as
0: always. What's uh, what's the good news today? Good man. Hey, today we're gonna to talk about the NFL again. I, I know the last time we were talking about San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy, um We're going to talk about Jalen Hurts, quarterback of Super Bowl team this year, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Jalen made a great quote. "Um, You either win or you learn. Yep. In his post-Super Bowl loss press conference. And uh, it was really refreshing because, you know, most of these athletes and even, you know, captains of business now, they give you the old I'm in the moment. Only worry about what you can control. It's so old; I, I doubt people even listen to it anymore. So it was, it, it, you know, it was refreshing to see a pro athlete come out and say something provocative. And uh, he should brand this thing because it's a great quote. I love this. Well, quote. I think, yeah. I, look, what was I don't know if that was a Zig Ziglar.
1: Was that a Zig Ziglar deal or something? But but he's right. You know, but that's that's something that never gets old. You know, and, and it's really not you yeah. win or you learn, because I don't think you learn a lot from win. you know, necessarily learn a lot from winning. Where the learning comes from is when you're losing. Yeah. You, know, you learn from your mistakes, not, not from your victories, right? Yeah.
0: So I'm going to put this question to you, Craig. You, you deal with a lot of obvious, you know, very senior level executives in the aviation and the aerospace uh, space. So, what is winning and learning in the business world? What do you think? Well,
1: I think you're always, you know, the one thing I don't think businesses
0: do a great job of,
1: and this is the one thing that, you know, uh, I, I think that learning is punitive in a lot of cases. And I think that's wrong. Yeah, you know, we didn't win that we didn't win the contract. We didn't do this. Who's responsible? And I think it's, you know, whether you win it or you lose it, yeah, the, the 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 it comes when groups get together and have meetings, yeah. and say, "What did we do really well? We just won this big contract. What did we do really well? What did we not do really well? We yeah. won it, but
0: uh, I go back to uh, you know, can you win and learn? In other words, if you're a winner, can you still learn and?" I think that's what you're getting at. And I look back to military special operations again. And you, as a Navy pilot, you probably remember the old AARs, right? So no matter no matter how well you did on the battlefield, you always had to come back to the team room and do the after-action review. And in aviation, particularly U.S. Uh, naval aviation, you win a hell of a lot more times than you ever lose, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing with uh, SF. Most missions, I, I, I would say conservatively, 99% of the missions, you end up winning on the battlefield. And well, you I still think... come back and do the AAR. And that's and so it's like, even though we would win all the time, we're still learning because you do the AAR.
1: Well, that's the whole premise of Top Gun. Okay. I mean, if you look at, if you go and yeah, everybody's, you know, you know, the whole t- premise of Top Gun is not, we want to be the best of the best. We are the best of the best. Exactly. That's complete happy yeah. horseshit. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Top Gun is about nothing more than teaching. It yeah. is, it is teaching. It is put your ego in your pocket. Um, you're here to learn. And, you know, if you're strutting around like a, if you're strutting around like a chicken, like I can't be beat, you're the wrong person to be, you're the wrong person. You know, you're just, you know, that's not what it's all about. It's about teaching others to be better and, you know, and learning. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is where I start to think about, you know, business. You know, business is about execution, right? And whether you execute or whether you don't execute, there's still something to be learned in the process. It's Absolutely. about con- continually understanding things where you did really well, and and it's about putting your ego in your pocket, though, and saying, "Hey, I'm open to construct. Yeah. I'm open to constructive dialogue about my personal performance or my team's performance."
0: Yeah. So, in career planning, taking this down to the ground level, the tactical level for the individuals out there listening, the candidates, the people who are both happy in their jobs and looking for new jobs. How can they use this principle if you are not when you learn to enhance their career? Well, I think I look at it like this. Three things
1: I ask. You know, I'm talking to people and I go, you know, when I'm starting to build a relationship with them. You know, in your current position, are you happy as a pig in the mud? Are you ready to slit your throat? Or are you somewhere in between? And most people really don't know. But I take a look at, like you know, I, I pick on a company that i I don't want to say I pick on them. I just you know read about them in the news, Gulfstream Aircraft. A couple of years ago, they took out seven hundred and fifty employees. They had a big they had a massive layoff. and the seven hundred and fifty employees were all between director, kind of manager, senior manager, and director. and you could you you could sort of see what was happening. And they all had, Twenty to thirty years with the company, senior people, managers to directors, so you can kind of see what was happening is maybe those people all got stale, or they you know, or the yeah. CEO decided they were going to open up something for young people to come up in, they, you know, whatever. Yeah. So the question became, what did you learn in that process? And maybe the pro- maybe what they should have learned was, you know, no matter how comfortable I was or how good a job I thought I was doing, or how much tenure I had, maybe I should have been thinking about plan B all along.
0: Yeah, and I take it back to the insurance world. You know, What can people do to actually enhance their career by, by this winning and learning mode? And I go back to, I do coaching too. I tell these people, hey, your boss is down in the hallway. Go down and knock on his door, take him out to lunch, or maybe when you have your performance review, ask the question, how can I get better? What what can I do? You know, teach me how I can be a better manager or a director. Do I have to get new certifications? Should I be more vocal in meetings? Should I take a, a, you know, a class in uh, project management? Should I, you, you know, go to Toastmasters and learn how to publicly speak? You know, what are some things that I can do to really get better. And not only ask your boss, but ask your colleagues. These are very tough conversations to have. They take a lot of courage. You know, uh, I can recall having conversations like this with uh, peers of mine. And I, you know, I, I remember I was in uh, Abu Dhabi and I asked a good friend of mine. I said, you know, let me ask you something. This is over breakfast. I, I surprised the hell out of him. I said, how can I get better as a person? How can I get better? As a businessman. And this is a very senior guy. (laughs) He looked at me and says, Hey Rob, are you sure you want to know the answer? I said, Absolutely, man. Give it to me straight. And he spent about 15 minutes just, you know, constructively criticizing Mm -hmm. how I conduct myself personally and professionally. And I was thinking to myself, You know, it all makes sense. There's nothing that he said that I would argue with. And I still think about there's three or four things that he told me that I needed to work on. And that was just asking questions and learning. You know, Even though I was winning big, I was over there making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. but I wanted to make more and I wanted to get better. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the things that people can do is, is like have the courage to have courageous conversations with your boss and your colleagues, figure out how can I learn more about myself? How can I learn how to get better?
1: Maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just a grumpy, a grumpy middle-aged dude. I don't give a shit anymore what people think about me. (laughs) I don't have those conversations because one person's opinion of me, it means, you know, look, yeah, you know, you and I have been friends for a long time. You know, I would love to know how I can do business better. But here's where I think that, you know, it's, it's the conversations. Here's where I think power comes in. You know, here's weakness. Let's talk about power. And then let's talk about weakness. Power is the ability to maneuver a hundred different ways. So it's not being in debt. It's not waking up on Monday. It's Monday. I got to go to work. I got the kids. I got the other stuff. You know, it's not being, it's, it's not being like living in a, you know, you know, it's, it's not living the the rat race. It's understanding that there is a world outside of what you're doing. You know, beyond your own personal network, beyond your friends, and I think what power comes, where power comes from, is opening up the horizon and saying, "All right, I'm gonna live a little, a little live a level, little, little under my means, so I'm not financially stressed." Yeah, you know, I don't know about you, but I wake up. You know, maybe this is you know wrong. I wake up scared every day. Yeah. I'm not complacent. Yeah, I'm scared because I'm sitting there going, "Yikes." What do I got to prepare for? What happens if all this goes away? What do I do next? Right? What if AI takes my job? Mm -hmm. What am I doing next? So I think that's where power comes from is the ability to go, okay, what is plan B? What am I moving towards? Or Am I moving towards something or am I just living in the moment? And I think people that live in the moment are the ones who aren't learning.
0: They're just living in the moment. Well, I mean, speaking of power in the workplace. What what do you think about the power of self-awareness and really opening up your mind yeah to gain further input from other people and and figuring out where do I need to course correct? Here? You know, do I need to be more vocal, less vocal, more powerful, less powerful, more analytical, less analytical. You know, do you see any power in that too? Yeah, no, I do.
1: Look, I think I think it's yeah, you know, self-awareness is self-awareness is understanding that you don't know Everything. But you know, this, you know, great example. I went, I, you know, I went back when I was early in my career. I'd just gotten out of the Navy and I was, you know, had gone into corporate America. And you know, this asshole vice president, you know, I took something to him and he wanted the contract structured in a way. And I was like just curious, hey, Frank, why why are you doing it that way? It was more like just yeah. why.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave me why? some,
1: you know, some grumpy answer. Like, okay, I know never to ask you a question again. Yeah. You know, all I was trying to do was learn, right? You know, yeah, you understand. But yeah, but that's the self-awareness is hey, look, if somebody's asking you a question, they're not questioning you. They're it, it's not an objection. You know, every question is not an objection. It's a question, you know. Yeah. Well, tell me why. Right. And that's what self-awareness is, understanding, hey, this is an objection, it's just a question. Yeah. I'm just trying to learn.
0: Yeah. You know, why are you what's what's your thought process on this thing? And then the final step, of course, is moving from self-awareness to self-actualization. So now that you're, you know, aware of what you need to do or what you need to not do as much, it's putting it in, in action. And that's where we talked about last time about attaching your actions to a goal and objective. If companies can learn to do that more, their employees would be a lot more effective. But the only way they can do that is learn from external sources, you know.
1: Uh, so, a good friend, a good friend of mine. This is a funny story. A good friend of mine is a professor. Used to be a professor at Darden. He teaches part time at Darden, and he wrote a case stu- He wrote a case study about a business that he turned around, and it was taught at Darden. And a Fortune 100 company just found the case study. And they come and they they came and they asked him to speak and do a seminar. So he, he went up and did, he drove to Charlotte and drove and and did a four hour plus two hour lunch seminar. So he just spent basically a whole day helping them their trans quote unquote business transformation. And now they're blowing up his phone. And he's like, hey, the first one's free. You know, I'll give you the first one free. Um, just because i uh, you yeah, know, yeah, I asked and I'll help. But now they want to start going process. They want to start putting in more process, 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 process. Yeah. And I, you know, process works to a certain point, but then you got to execute. Yeah. Of if course. you can't execute the process, you're worthless. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, too many people are like, well, we need to put it in a process. No, you don't need to put it in a process. You need to execute on the stuff that's in front of you.
0: Winning or learning, execution. And unless the people that work for you have not attached what that process and work is to a goal and objective. You go around in a circle. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean the process of a,
1: you know, the process on the the bridge of a navy ship. It, to yeah to 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 make a course change or something. It's you know, left ten degrees rudder. You know, you know new 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 course. You know zero nine zero. And then the helmsman repeats that back, right? Well, that's the process, so that everybody understands what the you know what the thing is. The process is, you know, left ten degrees, router report that you know, report back to me. But then somebody's actually got to turn the ship, right? Yeah. So you know, yeah, yeah it's execution. So I think yeah, that's winning, and learning. Comes from execution.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, when I first started my recruiting business back. Uh, 20 years ago this week, actually big 20 year anniversary here uh, that um, I was winning some deals, but it was just basically, I think, because I'm just, uh, you know, a good salesman. uh, I've been around the block a few times, started several companies, but I remember I had several wins, you know, starting to build my business and and I went after one of the big fish to try and get them as a client. Mm -hmm. and. I thought I was going to win this thing and I didn't win. Somebody else got the client mm-hmm. it was between me and a few other firms or something. And I remember thinking to myself, I can't believe I didn't win that. And not knowing any of this thing about Jalen Hurts, I went back to my office and I started thinking about it. And I actually called. VP of operations of of the company that chose somebody else uh, over Mm -hmm. me. And I asked the guy, I said, I'm just curious, like, why didn't I win this? I thought for sure you guys were going to hire me. Had a -hmm. a lot of good discussions up front, a lot of informal discussions for free, you know. And the guy says, you know, um, if I could give you a recommendation, if you really want to win big clients like me, he says, you got to do three things. You got to be a specialist. Number one, you got to be a subject matter expert in the field of insurance. Number two, our operations are only Maryland, Washington, DC, and Virginia. It'd be nice if you could specialize geographically. And he says, the only thing I look for are sales producers and account managers. Is I'm not looking for operations guys. I'm not looking for CEOs. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for temporary staff. A lot of people are doing temporary work now. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for account managers, producers, Washington DC area and specializing in insurance brokerage. And I thought to myself, wow, that makes a lot of sense. So I learned from that and then I became a specialist and then to be honest with you, I can't remember the last time I lost a client. <laughs> I win like every single time. But what was all right? So a couple of things. What was the one thing you did? What was the one thing that did
1: you did that gave you the epiphany?
0: It was I came back to my office and I'm thinking to myself, I hate to lose, man. Oh, yeah. I want to. I want to win.
1: All right, so that. I, I so what's the win, man. so what's the second thing you did? The second thing you did was you asked the client.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, most times call you know, them up and asked them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look no harm, no foul. You got to do what you got to do. What could I have done better to, what could I have done better? Um, I just look, what have I learned? You know, and it's a learning and process email sucks. Don't put it in writing, pick up the phone. Yeah. Uh, I just lost I just probably lost a client because they sent me a note. It was really, it was dumb. Uh, Yeah. Like it was really stupid on my part. And, and I'll admit it. They asked me, would you, would you look at this thing? I said, no, I mean, I just wrote them back a note. I just looked at it for 10 seconds. I said, no, I don't want to do that. And then they came, because I didn't think it was a big enough role. And then they came back and they said, well, yeah, somebody else in the company came back and they said, well, let's put some, we want to put some color on this. I'm like, oh, well, okay. You know, they're like, would you, would you look at it? And and now, you know, it's kind of gone, it's kind of gone dead. You know, I just turned down some business that I probably should have turned or, you know, didn't need to turn down. But what, what did I learn? Email? Don't, don't email. If, if I can't help them, give them some references to people who can, right? Build a relationship.
0: Um, it's you know, funny you it. said that because uh, uh, one of the things I've learned over the past 20 years is the turn down business. Mm-hmm. I used to take business that I didn't want. And uh, I really didn't give those clients justice, you know, because I really wasn't 100% into it. Either yeah. the, the position was too low level. Or maybe instead of Virginia, it was North Carolina. And I take these clients on because I was a nice guy or I didn't have the humility to admit to myself, you know, Rob, you probably can't do that. So now what I learned is, you know, I turned down a lot of stuff. I think I told you, I've culled my herd of uh, 18 clients down to seven clients now. Okay. So you're going to give seven clients really good business. And what I learned is I'm going to throw everything I got at seven clients. And then these people love me now It's the best thing I ever did. But, you know, a lot of these decisions I make, I'm not as smart as you, is I get from other people. I just ask questions all the time. I play the stupid guy. Hey, what what am I doing wrong? How can I get better? How can I do this a better way? And then people start to volunteer information and I'll just suck their brain up. And um, that's kind of how I learn is just asking a lot of open-ended questions and just putting my pride away in, in my top desk drawer in the morning and just asking, 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 continually asking my clients, how can we have done that better? How can I get mm-hmm. better? And then, you know, if I screw it up, it's my fault. You know, I'm going to own it. But then I'll ask questions in sort of my own personal AAR. How can I get better? And people, you know, what's surprising about people is as uncomfortable as it is to tell somebody what they did wrong. And nobody likes to do that. You know, if you ask the question enough times, they'll eventually tell you.
1: Well, that's a look when in, when and learning. like, like I said, you know, with, with, you know, uh, the former owner of the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. You know, I watched him. He was a physical therapist. Um, you oh, yeah. turn, you remember, and, and he had an interesting thing. He says, I don't yeah. take no, I take no means not right now. Mm-hmm. It's about building relationships. Yeah. So, if he's not winning, he's learning and he's building a relationship for the time that no means not right now means yes. Second thing, you know, if you shut the conversation down with a yes or a no, the conversation is shut down. I just did that last week. I'm embarrassed by it. I should know better. You know, uh you know, I don't know what I was thinking, but I did it. I learned, you know, I learned what I already knew. I w- it was what I already knew is reinforced. Don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the third thing is is like, look, angry emails, angry texts. This is why I hate like, you know, Twitter. You know, it's vitriol. You know, what does it get you? Nothing. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, what is that angry text? That angry, you know, wh- or I tell the college kids, what posting that drinking photo on Instagram? What does that get you? You know, think about you know you're winning or you're learning, and learning comes from hey, thinking about mm,
0: what am I doing right here right now? yeah, Jalen hurts, man. that took a lot of courage for that guy to get up there and say that, you know it did. I've it never did. liked the Eagles, but I love Jalen hurts now. It seems counterintuitive, but man, that's the guy you want to root for, you know
1: I root for them. I'll tell you who I root for is the, the athletes who are high, you know, I think about Mahomes, high EQ. Dak Prescott, high EQ. Tom Brady, high EQ. Jalen Hurts, high EQ. Brock Purdy, you know, kind of an underdog. But they say he's a complete gentleman in the locker room. I like that. You know, that's, what, that's the people I root for. I don't root for Aaron
0: Rodgers. I think he's a crybaby. He went to a dark place for like four days or something. And then, did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. And then the four days ended, and he was so disoriented, he couldn't find him, himself back to light. He's all about me. Um, it's all about Aaron. The only thing
1: that matters to Aaron is Aaron.
0: He's it's a like, stoic, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah. And, 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 you know, it shows up. His teammates don't care about him either.
0: And that that's, guy can throw the ball, though, man. Yeah. Did you see that one pass he had? I think it was the last game. He, he dropped it right in the bucket on the five-yard line with that yeah. guy.
1: He's a great athlete. He's crazy. He's a great athlete, but he's a horrible person. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a piece of work, man. Uh, you
1: know, and that's what Aaron needs to learn. Is Aaron? Aaron yeah, Aaron. Yeah, share the wealth. Quit being a, a like crybaby. Be quit being
0: a crybaby. Yeah. Do you know, it 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 always amazes me how you know, like, in this woke world that we live now, this world of. Mm-hmm constant political correctness of leveling the playing field. It's amazing how professional sports, particularly the NFL and military special operations, in aviation, how they are one of the last vestiges of a true meritocracy. If you look at how they how they coach, how they train, and how they how if they don't win, they learn, but even when they win, they learn because in the NFL, On Tuesdays is game tape day. Yep. And that's when they go through the game tape. Right. And, you know, I've never been in in the NFL, but I know one person who was my college roommate, actually, Bob Wosowski, who who actually was in the NFL for a couple of years. And uh, he used to tell me, he says, you know, Tuesday morning, man, even if you win 44 to nothing, you're in the film room and the whole team, or at least the position Mm -hmm. group, is in there watching the tape, mm-hmm. and there is nowhere to hide. Nope. So nowhere to hide, man. He says, and the last thing you want to do is disappoint your teammates. And that is a true testament of how to win and learn, because even when you're winning, you're still learning. Yep. So in that regard, I would differ a little bit with Jalen Hurts, because Jalen Hurts said, I think his direct quote was, either you win or you learn. I differ in that quote in that you can win and learn, at the same time it's a never-ending process yeah
1: and the people that build million-dollar careers are always learning exactly right. every minute of every
0: day they're learning and that's i think that's what it comes down to well said well said mr Pickin. that's why you're the leading recruiter in aviation and aerospace in the united states of america
1: no i just uh, do yeah you know, look i just get my little piece of the pie i know you're
0: you're just a simple man from Wilmington, North Carolina. I get just get
1: it. my just get my little piece of the pie. So it's all good. <laughs> well, good.
0: Because, Craig,
1: how did people get a hold of you anyway? It's Craig and NorthStarESG.com. Just email me or uh, give me a call, 910-231-4037.
0: Man, you're all over the internet, man. Your LinkedIn uh, posts are really, really good. I read them all the time. you got some great podcasts, websites, awesome. And yeah, I I definitely... Recommend you to anybody out there and uh, have a great week, man. You do the same. All right, Craig. Talk to you next week. See you, Rob. Peace, bro. I hope you enjoyed the latest
1: edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig, at NorthStarESG.com or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube. Just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pickett.